Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, afternoon, or evening, and welcome to Hope for Today. My name is Naja E. Brown, your host, and we thank you for your support and participation. Hope for Today is an outreach program of Yield to the King Ministry, and our hope and prayer for our listening audience is that you hear something that is encouraging, life-altering, or prompting you to study the Word of God. We welcome your comments anytime, and we can be reached through our website at www.yieldtothekingministry.org. Well, welcome to today's episode entitled, 40 Days of Lent. What will you give up? And as always, I read the promotional material, and it says, Wednesday, March 6, 2019, so that was last week, is Ash Wednesday, the beginning of the Lenten season. Christians will observe 40 days of Lent and reflect on the death and burial of Jesus Christ. Then, with much hope, we look beyond Christ's crucifixion and death and burial and prepare spiritually, emotionally, and physically to celebrate Resurrection Day and or Easter Sunday. Jesus Christ sacrificed and withdrew into the desert for 40 days. As our perfect example, we too can fast from food, festivities, and anything else that falls into the categories of sin and distractions. What will you give up? Matthew 4, chapter 4, verses 1 through 3 says, Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. After fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. The tempter came to him and said, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become bread. And there we have it. So Ash Wednesday, which started last Wednesday on March 6th, starts the Lenten season. And it's a day to cleanse the soul and repent from sin. Many Christians will collectively gather for an Ash Wednesday service, a time of worship, praise, thanksgiving, and prayer. Ashes in the sign of the cross will be placed on our foreheads. Lent is 46 days prior to Resurrection Day and or Easter Sunday, and many Christians will fast for 40 days. Now, the reason it goes from 46 to 40 is because the Sundays are excluded. So what do Christians generally do during Lent? Well, it varies and looks differently for the Orthodox, Catholic, and Evangelical Christian denominations. Some people will fast and abstain from eating certain foods. Others will give up a luxury or luxuries. Yet some might study their Bibles more and do more acts of kindness. Well, what did Jesus do during Lent? Well, Jesus spent 40 days and 40 nights fasting in the desert, according to the Gospels of Matthew, Mark, and Luke, before beginning his public ministry. It was during this time that Jesus endured temptation by Satan. 
So we just read part of that passage, but I want to read the entire passage, which is found in the book of Matthew, chapter 4, and we're going to look at verses 1 through 11, and this is the New International Version. The first one says, Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. After fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. Verse 3 says, the tempter came to him and said, if you are the son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Verse 4 says, Jesus answered, it is written, man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Verse 5 says, then the devil took him to the holy city and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. Verse 6 says, if you are the son of God, he said, Throw yourself down, for it is written, he will command his angels concerning you, and they will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Verse 7 says, Jesus, Jesus answered him, it is also written, do not put the Lord your God to test. Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. Verse 9 says, all this I will give you, he said, if you will bow down and worship me. Verse 10 says, Jesus said to him, away from me, Satan, for it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Verse 11 says, then the devil left him and angels came and attended him. So let's talk about what you and I, what will we consider giving up? Now, that's the, the title of the podcast, 40 Days of Lent, What Will You Give Up? And as I'm asking you that question, I'm also asking myself that question and have been asking myself that question before Ash Wednesday. So let's talk about it and let's see what it is that we're giving consideration to. What's, but first I want to ask, what's keeping us from reaching that higher level or a closer relationship with Jesus Christ, not only as Savior, but Lord of our lives. I had some fun with this and decided to do a little research, and I found out that on an online poll was taken about five years ago in 2014, and then an article was published in the Washington Post. This was published in the arts and entertainment section of the newspaper. I thought that was a little different. So anyway, the article was entitled, 25 Most Popular Things to Give Up on Lent, Give Up for Lent, excuse me, online. And these comments were posted on Twitter. So I'm just going to read you the 25, and uh, I'll just say the number and then what it is that people decided that they were going to give up. So number one was school, interesting, two, chocolate, three, Twitter, four, swearing. The fifth one was alcohol. The sixth one was soda or pop. Seven was social networking, sweets. Number nine, chips, potato chips, Dorito chips, whatever kind of chips there are out there. Number 10 was fast food, 11 was homework, 12 was Lent, so someone was going to give up Lent, okay, that's interesting, 13, junk food, 14, meat, 
15 coffee, 16 sex, 17 you, give up you, me, I don't know what that really means, 18 give up bread, 19 Facebook, 20 pizza, 21 Starbucks, 22 candy, 23 giving up things, and then 24 was Instagram, and 25 was religion. Now, some could say that there is some seriousness to this list, and others might say it's all in fun and humor. Well, I'm here to tell you today that the season of Lent is very, very serious for the Christian who is serious about his or her walk with Christ. I'm serious about it, and I hope that you are too. So looking at the list was fun, and there were some common themes, you know, the social networking, and then maybe the junk food and things that are not so good for us, some of the and more indulgent foods. Uh, coffee would be a big thing for those of us in the Pacific Northwest, Starbucks particularly, because Starbucks was founded here in Seattle, Washington, where we're broadcasting from. But there's not, it, it's definitely not arts and entertainment when you start talking about what is it that you're going to give up during the Lenten season. And it, it, it's, it's not humorous, but I thought I'd have a little fun with this by coming up with this list. So if we're serious about it, if we're serious about getting, having a closer walk and a closer relationship with Christ, not only as Savior but as Lord, then we, we want to look at the Lenten season with um, seriousness and with uh, a heart of humility and thanksgiving um, for the opportunity to even set aside self and say, this is what I am willing to give up. So Lent is also known as a season of bright sadness, a time of reflection and mourning. So some believe it is strictly about repentance, turning away from sin and back to God. Yet many hold true to it is as a time of renewal. So it kind of goes hand in hand, while others desire still a more personal experience with God. So it is, a, it is bright sadness. It's a time of reflection, mourning. It's a time of repentance, turning away from sin, getting closer to God, turning back to God. And then it is a time of renewal. When you go through that process, it is a time of renewal, uh, re- restoration, and sort of a revival. And then those who look at Lenten, the Lenten season as an opportunity to have a more personal experience with God, then they're willing and ready to go to the next level. All of these sentiments, though, could result in a deliberate action on our part, an action that would increase maybe our prayer and restore some discipline in our lives in that area. It could lead us to fasting as an act of self-denial, giving up the coffee, the soda, maybe the sweets, the candy, the chips, and the bread, and all those things. And then a repentance, a turning away from sin. So the things that become distraction, the things that become all-consuming, the things that keep us from really being able to focus on our relationship with Christ, overindulgence, you know, um, then we want to repent and turn away from it. And then there's almsgiving, almsgiving, which is a time to show benevolence and justice toward others, do some good acts, some kindness, your neighbor, someone walking across the street, someone coming out of the grocery store with a bag that may be heavy. Whatever it is, hopefully 
anything that we choose to give up, anything that we choose to engage in would result in renewal and drawing nearer and feeling closer to God. So I just want to propose another uh, list, uh, not to counter the, the list that was posted in the Washington Post, published in the Washington Post, but just things for us to think about. How about giving up complaining and focusing on gratitude? What about giving up being a pessimist and become an optimist instead? How about giving up worry and trusting in divine providence? How about giving up bitterness and turn to forgiveness? What about giving up hatred and let God do the vengeance, but we return good return good for evil? How about giving up being negative and become more positive? What about giving up that anger, those outbursts, those moments where you feel like you're out of control and be more patient? What about giving up pettiness and become more mature in Christ? Give up gloom and enjoy the beauty that's all around us. Give up gossiping and talking about others and control your tongue. What about giving up sin and pursue virtue, turn to virtue? And then how about just giving up, giving up, hanging in there until the very end? In closing, I pray that this Lenten season is personal for you and for me. Let's respond to God during this season based on where we are with our own personal walk with Jesus. If there is sin in our lives, let's repent and start anew. If there are distractions in our lives causing us to be double-minded and wavering in our faith, then let's eliminate the distractions by clearing out the clutter in our lives. I am not dictating how you should observe Lent, but if you choose to fast and pray, do it with humility. God has set us apart for his work. If there are changes that need to occur in our lives, now is the time. Let's do what Daniel did so we can have a closer walk with Jesus. In Daniel chapter 3, verse 3, excuse me, chapter 9, verse 3, in the New International Version, it says, So I turned to the Lord God and pleaded with him in prayer and petition, in fasting and in sackcloth and ashes. With that, I want to say God bless you, make his face shine upon you, and give you peace. We'll talk again in a couple of weeks. God bless you.